I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio. Jezelenko, you beauty. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, how good's footy? It's I'll not. answer this. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> uh, sure. It's Go. fucking shit. <laughs> I've given up. No, I I am two weeks away from total despair. Brisbane play Collingwood this week. Yep. At home. Mm-hmm. Big chance, although yep. Collingwood have gone pretty well lately. And then we've got the Bulldogs in Melbourne the week after. If we don't crack a win inside the first nine rounds, it's going to be the dark ages. You're, you're <laughs> off. Lights out for finals. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Not until about the halfway mark of the year, mate. I've got a couple more weeks up my sleeve. So you're- They're going to be- <laughs> But they're going to be hard. Basically, your this show- I didn't think this show was going to be as hard as what it is. I didn't either because I thought I at the start of the season I tipped your boys Geelong to maybe be first. I tipped Essendon <sighs> to have a crack at top four probably. Yep. I tipped Brisbane to have an optimistic <laughs> probably tenth spot. Yep. With you know hope for next year. Ten to thirteen. Yeah. And a big improvement on last year, but um, unfortunately, it seems like none of our teams have improved at all. In fact, they've all seemed to have gotten worse. Guys, the only we- thing that's improved is my toast consumption. <laughs> oh. <laughs> A lot of toast. Um, I've got lots of spreads at home now. Uh, I've actually, I don't use my toaster to cook toast because it's a shitty toaster. I actually grill it in the oven. So, but, but you have to do it one side, take it out, turn it over, do the other side. So there's a fair bit of work that goes into preparing toast in my house. Meditative yep. toast. It, it allows me to contemplate and think what led me to eating this toast. And yeah. usually it's the fact that my team hasn't had an entire game this year where a player hasn't gone off injured, and I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of teams not doing things, my team just haven't <laughs> played four quarters of footy this year, and they've just been lucky in the wins that the three or two quarters that they do decide to play yep. have been very big. My team's incapable of playing four quarters. That's what I worry. Like at a certain point. Because there's still there's optimism within Brisbane. They're like, oh, we're, we're trending upwards. Some of our stats are good, blah, blah, blah. But at a certain point, if you don't get a win, at what point do the boys, the young boys, just get broken? Cam Rayner doesn't look like he's going to get broken, but 
It might happen. He's a big boy. He's and, hard to break. And yep. who's going to break first? The Brisbane Lions or us as people? <laughs> Me. I, I, like, I, like, I like the fact that we're, what, round six? It was just round six just gone, yeah? Yep. Yep. So round six, we've had three out of six. 50% of our show has been all of our teams losing. <laughs> Which is something that we announced very early on being like, oh, I wonder how long that'll take. Hope Probably be a while. Round two. Uh, and then it happened again in round three. <laughs> uh, and then we had then we had a bit of a break where Dusha and I enjoyed some some fleeting success. Yep. Um, and then uh, we're, we're back here again. Well, yeah. And uh, today's actually a very special occasion because uh, between... Last time we recorded and today, my team's actually lost twice. <laughs> that doesn't happen often. No. <laughs> In fact, probably the first time <laughs> ever. And, a- and what's hilarious, out of, out of all four of those teams, only one of them lost twice. <laughs> it's my boys. It's, it's, Setting it's a weird, all the wrong records. Yeah, oh. It's a weird scheduling gimmick because of um, Anzac Day. But yeah, so you played on a Wednesday and then again on a Sunday. Yeah. Well, we barely played on a Wednesday and didn't play on Sunday. Oh, I, I, my, the best moment of the weekend was when I got a message from you, Dusha, that just said, the boys look tired and I don't understand because usually I'm only tired when I go out and do something which they didn't do on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I stand by that. I don't know how they look so exhausted. They didn't. They barely showed up to the G on Anzac Day, the second biggest game of the year. They were like, mm, no. Nah, they started on song. The first 10 minutes, Joey kicked a goal, Stringer kicked a goal. It looked, you know... Stringer. And then, um, ah, whoops, ah, whoops. Ah, what it'll be is it'll be just 90 minutes of Brendan Goddard yelling at his teammates. <laughs> Did Josh green play? No, he's injured. Ah. So he's, he's, he's you're getting about as much from him yeah. on the sidelines as you do when he's on the field. Uh, uh, well, no, less get... cheap goals this time. So, mm. uh, nah, Joey's kicking the cheapies. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, except this weekend where he just kicked three behinds. I'd argue that you were never going to win because you rested aerodynamic Bell Chambers and brought in Lewenberger. (laughs) Who who got suspended for striking. Oh, did he? Yep, got done for hitting Maxi Gorn. Oh, Gorn. Mate, punch. don't punch. Don't punch up. Punch down, (laughs) Lewenberger. Punch down. Everybody wanted to crack at Gorn on the weekend. Including that bloke. Everyone who was associated with Essendon wanted to crack at Gorn because he's just good. Did anything grab the headlines? No, not not off. You know what? I couldn't even tell you. Because I've I, I was I've been so disillusioned by footy that I've struggled to watch highlights of other games because I'm just like, what's the point? Yeah, I've been suffering from uh, footy on we uh, just <laughs> oh what is the point? <laughs> I became French apparently when I'm depressed, <laughs> but just like why ah why do I do this? Why do I go every week and support my team and get instead emotionally of, invested in? And- Instead and of, I'll do it all again next week. Instead of toast, it was a baguette. It was a, <laughs> a toasted dry baguette. Oh, do you know the worst part is I had to go out for dinner. Oh, yeah. So I, we'd already organized to go out for dinner after the game. Mm. And I was like... Never pre-book a celebratory dinner. Well, no, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was just a dinner because we're down in Geelong. My family got yeah. to go out for dinner. So, yeah. so we did. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, the guys like well, what would you like? And in my head, I'm like, Tom, you don't deserve to order anything on this menu. <laughs> I like to imagine uh, <laughs> Terrence cut you off and was just like, Two serves of toast. <laughs> Burn the edges. <laughs> Dry. Dry. Drop oh. it on the ground and just scrape it off if you have to. <laughs> In fact, that's how I want it. That's how I deserve oh. it. And then we just didn't break eye contact for the whole meal. You didn't break eye contact? As we ate the toast together. Oh, okay. We were more comrades in toast. <laughs> United by losses. Yeah, just getting into today's episode because... There's actually 11 games for us to cover this week rather than the regular nine due to Anzac Day. 
A lot of the games were fucking shit, so there's not a lot to say about some of them. So we're going to... I guess we'll just breeze through them if we can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So... Tuesday night. Rainy Premiers smashed a team that sucks. <laughs> it went about as we all expected. Yep. Melbourne were competitive for the first half, fell off, saved their energy for a Sunday night clash, uh, which was clever. Yeah, good. Good yeah, on yeah. you, boys. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. on okay. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah Richmond defeated Melbourne, uh, 102 played 56. It, are we in bizarro land, though? Because Richmond are playing like a team that is good. Those <laughs> West Coast. They're, they're one and two on the ladder. I yeah. think, or maybe maybe the Giants are ahead of West Coast. No, I'm it's not, West Coast. I'm not entirely think, yeah. sure, but Richmond are playing like a team that believes they can win, which They've, has never happened before. No, it's it's really unsettling, and I don't like it. Here's the top eight as it stands: Richmond, West Coast, GWS, Hawthorne. How did GWS get in there? I had him. I had him finishing outside. <laughs> they've only <laughs> they've only lost one game so far. Then you've got Adelaide, Port Adelaide, Sydney, and North Melbourne. So Essendon have been fifth and sixth. Where, where, where am I, Sean? Geelong sitting in ninth. Oh, the Bombers they're down in fourteenth, and the Brisbane Lions they're in seventeenth. Oh, but you're not um, last, Sean. I'll tell you why we're not last because Dane Zorko kicked a behind at the very end of the game, and it boosted our percentage above. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only contribution he's made all year. Oh. Um, so <laughs> uneventful. Uh, speaking of uneventful, unless you like my feelings being massacred, Anzac Day clash. Collingwood Magpies destroyed Essendon Bombers by 49 points. Collingwood are good. I hate it. I hate it when it's, they're good. It's it's bizarre. Like everyone, we wrote them off a few weeks ago. Buckley has changed the game plan. They're mm-hmm. playing a smarter game. They've, they've got players back. They were getting ahead of ourselves, but they took it up to Richmond on Sunday as well. They lost in the end, but they had a lot of injuries. Yep. But they've now beaten Adelaide in Adelaide. So since 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 not winning a game at the start of the year, they've beaten Carlton. Okay, they beat Adelaide in Adelaide, smashed Essendon on Anzac Day, and were with Richmond right up until sort of halfway through the last quarter. Yep. And only because they lost three players off a four day, two day, three day break, mm-hmm. they're good. Yeah, Brody Gundy maybe the inform ruckman of the comp. Oh, Nan Curvis got him on the weekend. I reckon. Yeah, he was injured. Brody he Gundy. Heard, he hurt his leg about halfway through the game and just didn't look. That'll the do same. it. Trelaw's playing amazing. Still side bottom is underratedly good as an old man. Well, the knock on Trelaw at the start of the year was his disposal efficiency was shithouse. But he's gone at about 80% the last two weeks. Yeah, he's gone so, away and done his homework. Side yeah. bottom, kicked three goals against Essendon. Uh, just put us to bed. Just, they just, he's having a huge year. Um, Brown, though. <laughs> and it's been Pendlebury yeah. kind of relax a bit. But Pendlebury relaxing is still a lazy 26, 30 touches. Uh, 27 touches at uh, 92%. <laughs> oh, fuck, he's just good. And he's running off the half back, so he's he's using it. He's using and, it. And uh, yeah, it's no good. Uh, our best player, according to Dream Team Points, was Brennan Goddard, who copped a spray in the media for spraying his teammates on the field all game. <laughs> to be fair, though, if you're Brennan Goddard and you're looking at your teammates and they're doing what those guys did on Wednesday, then you're also yelling at them? Yeah. <laughs> just guys, be better. Be better. Yeah. Better. Well, that's they, what um they weren't. Zaharakis who copped it. Yeah, <laughs> copped it real bad. He also kicked. I'm pretty sure he kicked like three behinds in that game. Like no goals, three behinds. Kicked like an idiot. Um, oh, two behinds. Sorry, didn't even score three times. Anyway, third one probably went out on the full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's footage of Goddard just like spraying Zaharakis who like 
says something back and Goddard just turns around and just sprays him again. <laughs> and then after the like interviewed like a couple of days later, Zaharakis was like, nah, fair enough. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess Collingwood are good and Essendon. Basically, everyone's prediction at the start of the year that Essendon would be good and Collingwood would be terrible. Flip He's it. incorrect. Yeah. And in two weeks' time, we'll flip it again because this is football and nothing, no opinion that anyone has at any point at any given week is correct for more than a week and a half. It's been best. like three seasons in a row where it's just every game has just been chaos. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's tipping is a nightmare because oh. you're just like, uh, who's going to, who fucking knows? Uh, unless you don't know anything about football, which is most of the people winning our <laughs> footy tipping competition. Pretty sure I got three this week. <laughs> three? Yeah. I got six. Bear in mind, one of them is Brisbane. Bear in mind, one of them was Geelong. I got seven. How did I get three? I <laughs> did you just go? On, I tipped. I I don't know what how this happened or why, but I tipped Carlton. Oh well, there's yeah. I, you're an idiot. I lost the Geelong tip. I tipped North to beat. Oh. Port. I tipped Brisbane to beat the Giants. Um. I think I got the Hawthorne one, and I got the Adelaide one. <laughs> you tipped the Bombers. I must have tipped the Bombers. And you must have tipped Collingwood. Or did you tip Dockers? I think I tipped Richmond. And I tipped the Dockers. I don't know. It's it's just fucked. I two weeks ago I was like, I'm pretty far back already because of tipping Brisbane. So I'm gonna have to make some profit decisions and try and climb. <laughs> and they have both failed. <laughs> I've got three and maybe four in the last two weeks. So I'm out. I'm cooked. I'm I'm putting a lot profit. This isn't even a profit call. This is just fact. <laughs> Sean Carney can't win. The How Goods Footy Tipping Competition. The How Goods McDonald Tipping Footy, which, uh, side note, no good this year. No. Well, to be uh, fair, he's just not getting the delivery. Yeah, and also he's been, I, he was injured, I think. He was injured, but he's he's playing in the forward line, and um, Essendon's approach to their forward line this year, I don't know, Dusha, how you feel about it, watching games, but it seems to be just like... Don't go down there? Just don't go down there, or when you do, kick it like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Where's Danaher? Kick it to him, but kick it to him bad, and make sure you tell him to miss. Yeah. <laughs> No, you don't even need to. He'll just do that on his own. Yeah. Um, um, shout out to Ben, whoever you are, just in footy tipping. His name is just Ben. He got ten, uh, nine this week, which gave him an extra point. <laughs> How? Wow. That's, that's yeah, wow. That's, that's a tr- Well done, Ben, whoever you are. Uh, which has put him on top of the ladder. Good. He's on 40. Uh, Where are you now, Dusha? I'm fourth, which is equal second. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm 50th, which is like equal... First, I'm probably. 92nd, <laughs> which is just shit. <laughs> uh, there's probably people that have joined the footy tipping competition late and still ahead of you. Probably, yeah. I don't <laughs> doubt that. Because they're not tipping Brisbane every week. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what happened this week, Sean? Friday night, mate. We had the Bulldogs and Carlton because, you know, both of those clubs deserve Friday night action. Um, <laughs> is that Carlton's last Friday night for the year? No. How many have they got? Oh, probably another 10. Oh. So I, I haven't looked I, at that. That's I, unverified. <laughs> I think their average losing margin on Friday nights has been about 10 or 11 goals. So they trimmed that down to 21 points. They're now 0-6 for the first time in, 100, in their 120-year history. They've um, never been 0-6. That's surprising. Carlton Carlton are playing another Friday night game in round 11. Which against, is uh, not that Sid- far away. Sydney in Sydney. Oh, oh yeah, good. Because <laughs> that'll be close. Oh, good. that's that is – how many – are you going to look through and tell us how many more they've got on a Friday night? Yeah. Good night, Brendo. Yeah, hop. Yeah, good night for you, Brendo. Uh, round mm. 17, another Friday night game against St. Kilda. Oh, Eddie had <laughs> Putrid. How is that a game that you put on a Friday night? To be fair, I know this doesn't really change it. It's the second game of the round. There's a Thursday night game that week, but still. That's nah, still Friday night. That's a top bill. That's, that's, that's like, that's like uh, your cinema, right? 
It's, so Infinity War comes out, mm. and you're like, we're not going to put, we're going to put Infinity War on one cinema, and it's only got twenty seats in it. Every other cinema is just going to be playing uh, Suicide Squad. Yep, pretty much. Uh, keep it, keep it recent. Sherlock Gnomes. Okay, done. <laughs> Sherlock Gnomes. McRae was good. The Bond was pretty good. Paddy Cripps was good. Uh, have you heard the news out of West, uh, the Bulldogs today, though? What's the news? Eastern Wood, hamstring, three weeks. What is their back line? They don't have one now. And how's this one? Jack Redpath, three months knee. You know what? I love this because in two weeks' time, Eric Hipwood, <laughs> he's getting off the chain. Because there's no back He's going to probably have a day out and kick three. Is this going to be your. <laughs> is, are you saying that the Bulldogs game is going to be your first win, Sean? No, because we're going to beat Collingwood this week. But it'll be yes, our, yes, it'll be a momentum-building second win on yeah. our way to 14 in a row or whatever's left. To then make the grand final. <laughs> to make the grand final and, and win by a point after the siren. <sighs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was just a bit of a shithouse game. And Carlton, interestingly, because so far this year they've been like, oh, we're, we're a very young team. We're one of the youngest teams. For this round, the Bulldogs had the youngest team in the AFL. Yep. So they can't even use the youth thing anymore. So they're just and, a little bit shit house. And I'm pretty sure Geelong and Sydney also have as much youth in their side as Carlton. And both of them, my team lost, but Sydney won. No, no, but like you've got a lot of senior experienced players. Carlton don't really have any. Fair. Surprising that the Bulldogs just like two seasons after winning the grand final, they're rebuilding again and they've got the young one of the youngest lists. They have achieved. Oh, definitely. And they lost they lost a lot of like they've lost some good like Stringer. Oh, he's, he's great. He's probably the only one, actually, I'm just thinking. Yeah. Something that I noticed watching that game, though, yeah. is uh, the story out of that game, Caleb Daniels' helmet. Oh, yeah. Broken. Helmet, he's had that helmet. So for those of you who don't know Caleb Daniel, he's one of the smallest players in the AFL, and he wears a helmet to protect his head, which is the thing his mother's like, if you're playing footy, you're wearing a helmet. So <laughs> kids wear a helmet. He's had this helmet since junior footy, since he was like 10, and it since, broke in the third quarter. Since He's used the same helmet since he was seven years old. Jeez. That is insane. Has that helmet been readjusted, or has his head not grown? Your head doesn't grow. Don't you grow into your head? What? I'm pretty sure your head doesn't grow. I'm pretty sure your head grows. Oh, I, don't, I know your eyes don't grow. What the fuck are you talking about? If you had that head when you were seven, that would be fucked. If your head doesn't grow, think about our poor mothers. <laughs> yeah, but like, I was a Look cesarean. at the size of my head. Yeah, you got a big head. <laughs> now, maybe it's your eyes don't, and maybe it's your eyes and ears don't grow, and your head grows into your eyes no, and ears. No, your ears definitely grow. Have you seen an old man? Notice that ears Tom, are massive? Oh, I think it all grows, mate. Can I say, I don't understand how the human body works. <laughs> Jesus. I think I needed to ask my dad a couple of questions. <laughs> Get Terrence on the phone. Yeah. Two-hour chat. Two-hour <laughs> chat. You'll be a human body expert. Oh, I will. And I'll, I'll become a doctor. <laughs> Next yeah, game. I, I got to see Caleb Daniel's head. I've never seen it before. Well, Paddy used to have long hair and he's got a shaved head now, but I was yeah. like, why did you do that? No one knows. Does, I, mean, I was, you know, there was a distinct possibility. He took that helmet off. There's some, like, fucking Voldemort action going on. He's got another face. <laughs> Robert Murphy is actually... <laughs> Bob Murphy's pulled his soul out and like put it in the back of Caleb Daniel's head. <laughs> On Saturday, there was a bit of a theft down the highway at Geelong. You guys hosted the Sydney Swans, Tom. What happened, mate? It's really hard to talk about. Yeah. I um, I, I wanna, before I go into the actual game, I want to hit you up with two facts. So, out of the last twenty-one games played at Geelong's home ground, Geelong have won eighteen. The three losses have all come against Sydney. If you go back even further, we've probably only beaten them in my memory in the last five years. Maybe once down there, they've beaten us every other time. They play that ground very well. This actually shouldn't have been a, that much of a surprise. 
What should have been a surprise, though, is that you went into the third quarter 24 points up and then lost by 17 points when Sydney Swans kicked seven goals to your one. And to that, I will say this. In the middle two quarters, we kicked seven goals to their one. <laughs> the problem was we did it a quarter and a half early than we had to. Um, Geelong came up against a superior team and quite possibly, this, this hurts me to say, one of the best individual games I've ever seen from a player in Josh Kennedy. You know, last week when we were speculating if he's injured, guess what, boys? Turns out yeah, he's not injured. He's fucking fine. <laughs> that I wanna, was amazing. I want to hit you with something else, Geelong. All right, let's oh. go. Let's go. I'm angry today, so do it. You're having a, a, a crack, having a bit, of a, yeah, a bit of a boast, if you will, about your superior record down the highway there. Who do you fucking play down there? Sydney's the biggest team, you'd, like the best team you would play. Adelaide. You play no one. Adelaide. Play Adelaide there. Port Adelaide, West Coast, uh, Frio when they were good. You never get the big games, mate. You, GWS. You pick off the Brisbane Lions and people like that. Yeah, sure. Richmond. We played Richmond there last year. Did you really? Yeah, we beat them. I'm retracting my Round, statement. Three rounds out from the finals. <laughs> we played them down there and Dustin Martin nearly, taught, nearly won and we, we came back and beat them. I'll Great retract game. it. However, over the course of, let's say, 10 years. Oh, yeah. You haven't played the best opposition down there. Well, though, so what's going to happen, though? This, we're not playing as many home games as Eddie had anymore. Mm. So from now on, it'll only be like Collingwood, Richmond, and Hawthorne that will play at the G. But mm. I wouldn't be surprised if next year we played like Essendon. We're playing Carlton and North both in Geelong this year. Oh, huge gets. We've got Carlton at, <laughs> Carlton at, at GMHBO Stadium. They'll be coming down to Geelong. That just shows how far the mighty have fallen. Yeah, true. It does. Um, look, I'm When I say mighty, I mean Carlton of 95. <laughs> No, no, Carlton of 80, uh, 88. <laughs> when were Carlton last good? 95. They, yeah, 95 they won. Yeah. They were in the... Gee, who'd they beat that year? I can't remember. Oh, I have a vague... No, I actually can't remember. 99. No, they were in the grand final in 99. Because yeah. I remember oh, they beat you guys. Don't. And then they got smashed by Duck Carey. No. Uh, Literally, he glassed them with his ability <laughs> to play football. That's my Wayne Carey knock of this week, uh, my regular segment where I bring up the fact that Wayne Carey is, is a, a terrible human being. big flog. Um, Dig, digs at duck. Digs at duck. So just on this John game, I like to look at look for positives in every game that we have. So West Coast game, there were positives there. Hawthorne game we lost, I could find some positives there. Real fucking struggling to find some positives in this game. We had it sewn up at three-quarter time. We were even still in front midway through the last quarter. Sydney wanted it more. And when the going got tough, Sean, there was no tough to get going. Shouldn't that in be Geelong. a positive, Tom? That you have been out- humbled. You outplayed them for three quarters. All right. Yeah, we outplayed them for three quarters. So you go, next time we play you, we know we've got your measure. We know we've as got long you. as we bring it for four quarters. I love it, Sean. That's and you know what? As long as maybe next time we're not missing eight to nine of our best players. All right, Tom. The injury cycle that'll turn. Chin up, mate. How good's footy? Oh, you know what? Footy's going to be better. But yeah. I will say this. Yep. I can find positives. Sean, you've just done an amazing thing finding positives here. There was a bloke sitting next to me at the football who was a Geelong supporter, and he was my least favourite kind of Geelong supporter. So he's getting a whack today. Is he a TC? No, he's not a TC because oh. he's, he's not that, that bad. So he's in his Geelong gear. He's clearly a Geelong man. He's got the K-Rock footy in his ears listening to the commentary while he's watching the game. Yep. He's a dedicated supporter. Dedicated to tearing the team down from the inside. Oh. Oh. Bagging everyone. And I have to admit, there were times during that game where I was turning my frustrations onto a particular, um, I'm not going to say his name, but it rhymes with Heast Ranley. I'd um, argue that's TC behaviour. Well, okay. There's traitorous intent there. There is traitorous, traitorous intent. intent. You know what, though? So this is the thing. He would rag out on players, right? Doing, yeah. oh, that's terrible. Oh, of course they get a go. Oh, well, I've spilled that, Mark Hawkins. Run a bit hard, faster, Duncan. 
And then when we kick a goal, nothing. Oh, no that's, he just, he that's just kind definitely of sit there intent. and watch the thing go. I'm like, mate. Did he clap once? I don't think I saw him kick, kick clap or get happy or get excited. Even mate, when he kicked the seven goals. N- not even. Because well, he was still bitching about something that had happened five minutes ago where someone had dropped a mark on the wing. And I'm like, mate, move on. We've just kicked a passes and just run into a great goal. Move on. Just pull your head in. Because if you sit next to me in a, in, a, in a week's time on Friday, not even a week's time, five days' time, or by the time you listen to this, two days' time, yep. fuck, I don't understand how days work either. I need to have another two-hour chat with my dad. <laughs> if you're there Friday night and you're doing the same shit, I'll be turning around and I'll be going, look, mate, take a good hard look at yourself and maybe uh, you have not earned the right to wear those colours around your neck on your scarf. Ooh. I reckon just stand up, point to him. Listen, mate, that's traitorous intent. <laughs> Three weeks. Off you go. <laughs> You're a TI and you're two steps from being a TC. <laughs> um, now, look, we'll be better next week, hopefully, but it was disappointing to see. I reckon there could be four or five changes this week. Ablett back on Friday. Ooh, well, that's big. That's a big end. Unless you ask uh, <laughs> Wayne Carey. Yeah. Then, then uh, your defense gets weaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd like the defence that didn't have Ablett this week and we leaked seven goals in the last quarter. Mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway. North uh, Melbourne took on uh, Port Adelaide. I backed North because I believed in their early season form. They've now been shown for what they are. Uh, yeah, pretty much it was a very, 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 very one-sided game, except that North kicked a couple of goals, like cheap, cheap, nothingy goals. Ben Brown kicked four. A lot of them were cheap, nothing goals, but he kicked four, so he's now leading the Coleman. Good yeah. on him. He'll win the Coleman, I think. I am... Um, <clears throat> And then he'll get Joey Danaher next year, where people are like, oh, fuck, he's good now. Should probably put someone on him. And yeah. then he'll also buckle under the pressure. I think they've already got someone good on Ben Brown. <laughs> yeah, I think they've actually identified last season when he came like second or third in the Coleman. Yeah. He's actually a good player. Did he kick like seven or eight in a game last year? Yeah. He, yeah, he, he only lost the Coleman because. Buddy had a freak. Buddy, Buddy went bananas. Yeah, and kicked ten on Carlton, and, and went, "Hey, you guys are glad the season's over. It's not over yet." <laughs> did um, um, is Wingard sort of getting back into form? Uh, he did his hamstring. Then he's not getting back. No, into form. He, he's he, going the he opposite. Marked the ball and sort of. And my brother was watching this, and he sent me a message, and he's just gone Wingard hamstring, and I'm like, "What happened?" And he just sent me the video. So he's marked the ball, and he's going, "Oh, that's a bit tight, in me hammy." And someone's come over and gone, I'll take the kick. And he's like, nah, I got this. Kicks the goal and then goes, ooh, nah, that's real not good in my hammy. <laughs> um, and uh, probably out for a few weeks, you'd imagine. Is Ollie Wines injured? No. He's just at the very bottom of the stat sheet. <laughs> oh, are we sure? With, which is str- – oh, actually, oh, no, 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 no sorry. Sorry, I've got the wrong thing. Yeah, he didn't kick a goal and his name starts with a W. Now I've looked at it top to bottom from rankings and disappointingly, Jared Pollock is a clear number one. Geez, that hurts. He's turned into some kind of player, hasn't he? Yeah. 12 shame tackles, 34 touches. 12 tackles, jeez. Oh, he's, he's lifted because Rocky's there and Vossi, and they're both getting stuck into him for being weak as for leaving Brisbane. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Goldstein's um, sort of revitalised in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but not enough to beat win, win, a, win a game against a team that doesn't have a Ruckman. Oh, it's probably, to be fair, he copped one in the head last week. He's probably a little bit shaky. Oh, it's almost like the guy who did it should have been given a week, maybe two. Hmm. And anyway. Jack Dorr. Jared Waite kicked another three goals. He's just chipping along. Still not injured or reported. No. <laughs> I mean, look. Matter of time. What what happened was Port came out fired up uh, to beat North because they were like, how dare you let us take Lindsay Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you let us think that was a good call? Why did you let us do that? All right. Who was next? Uh, in GWS. The... Uh, oh, Sean. Push on. 
GWS v Brisbane Lions. GWS just the better team on the day. I will say this. Yep. The last two times we played GWS, both at their home ground and at ours, they have kicked 146 points in both matches. And on the weekend, they only kicked 77. That's like so, you've really clawed back the average there. Or you could also look at it and say, on the weekend, Brisbane kicked 43 points. But last year, when the Giants doubled their score, so did we as well. <laughs> <laughs> so Let's focus on the positive. You really showed a lot more defense than usual. Uh, Dane Beams yeah. took like Mark of the Year. Oh, that was a good one, wasn't it? Didn't get nominated as Went Mark of the Round, the though. Went back and goal, too. Big captain's goal from outside 50. That was awesome. Yeah, um, He's back. He is. He had a really good game. He was probably our best player. Um, I'll tell you who's not back. I'll tell you who's plummeted even further into the depths of despair. This wouldn't be the other Dane, would it? Dane Zorko <laughs> had a fucking dog of a game last week where he got 10 touches and got destroyed and was unsportsmanlike. Um, then this week he had 10 touches again. He's just and he, he didn't actually cop a hard tag on the week. This is what, just from what I've read. This is the first game I think that Brisbane played this year that I haven't watched or watched a replay of yet. I've just watched the highlights. But from what I heard... Zorko didn't cop a hard tag, so he's just struggling to actually... Kicked one goal, too. Do you reckon, he, do you reckon he, Famous How Good's Footy said, mate, do you reckon he's carrying something? No. <laughs> he's just no good. What he's carrying is the weight of the world on his shoulders when he doesn't have to. There, if there's one positive, it's that Zorko's down, but the young guys are up. Yep. So, because Zorko's not having his 30 touches a week... Um, old mate Dan Back had a ripping game. Um, Harris Andrews? No, not Harris. No, Darcy Gardner. The other one, Gardner. Oh, he cops a... A lot of shit from the Brisbane fans sometimes, but he's had, out of the six games, he's probably had one bad game, which is, he, is probably is the he Richmond your, one. Your James Kelly or, or Jordan Murdoch? Because I know that James oh, Kelly used to cop it from Geelong fans. Oh, in, in that. Sorry, yeah, that's what I mean. He was good, but he used to cop it from, there's a guy who used to sit behind me at the footy, uh, he used to call him Point Boy, because he only ever kicked points. And like whenever, whenever he'd be like, oh, on you go, Point Boy, he'd kick a goal without fail. And I'm like, so yeah. you're going to change his name? No. Nah. He, he cops it a bit. There's one that cops it a fair bit for me. That's Nick Robertson, who's actually punched someone on the weekend and got suspended. That doesn't sound great, like him at all. But no, because typically I don't think of him as having a, a safe kick or a reliable kick. So anytime he gets it, I'm immediately like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then he does something pretty good. And you're like, oh, that's well done, mate. That's that's Jordan Murdoch at Geelong. Yeah. And he did a couple of those things against Sydney where the ball kind of hit the deck and he ran towards it. And then a player was coming towards him and he's kind of like, oh, maybe I won't. Or he gets the ball and he's uh, known for his leg speed. Yep. And he either doesn't go fast enough and gets caught holding or he goes too fast and runs into trouble and gets caught holding. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mitch, get him out. Mitchie Robinson, the human can of V. Um, <laughs> he had 28 touches. He's having he's having a good season. Daniel Rich came back, which is good. He had 28 touches, which is huge for him. He normally gets about 20. So there, a, there are positives, game. but just positives. not the Hodgie was rested. Um, Steph Martin... Was like amazing in the hitouts, but basically, sometimes you'll find that if a team doesn't have a dominant ruckman, which is GWS at the moment, they just their game plan is to shark our hitouts. Yeah, and they just did it better than our players did. Yeah, so they beat us in the clearances. Look, really, it's a top four team playing a team that's probably going to finish bottom four. Yeah, and to be honest, Brisbane did pretty well considering they yeah. blew some. Chances. You missed a lot of goals. They missed five or six shots in the first quarter. And then in red time in the second quarter, GWS kicked three or four goals. That's that's the game there. We lost yeah. by about five goals. So yeah. uh, Ryan Griffin has proved that his back isn't made of cardboard by doing a nice little shake and bake goal. It's huge. Where he faked one way, faked another way, went back the original way and kicked a goal from outside 50. <laughs> it was awesome. Lockie Whitfield was great. And Brett Deledio's back in pretty good form too. He had 28 touches. Um, so, yeah, good for him. Oh, Matt Matt DeBoer? DeBoer? DeBoer from Freo. Oh, fucking hell. 
35 touches. He's never done that in his life, and you know what? Never will again. I don't know. He's in good form. <laughs> is he GWS. really? Yeah, he's become an integral. Uh, I'll check his season stats just quickly to back that up. <laughs> just making huge calls. There's no evidence. 23 disposals Average. per game. That's, so, that's actually at 77%. That's, so no, yeah, that's a, good. That's handy. That's he's handy. having a good good game. He's having a good run. A lot of Giants were okay. Um, Isn't that the frustrating thing about the Giants, though? Is that they can have players be okay and it doesn't fucking matter? Yeah. Harris, uh, I think Harris Andrews played all right. To be honest, um, I'm not sold on the Giants yet. They've only lost one game so far. They've had a draw as well. A draw with uh, St. Kilda. You would expect a team that is like pretty serious about contending for the premiership to smash the Brisbane Lions at home. Richmond, for example. To build percentage or whatever. Yeah. And they didn't. They just plotted along. And Let's there was even a moment late in the third quarter where Brisbane got a run of two or three goals. That it was kind of like, oh, could they? Could they have a run here? And then they just didn't have the class to fucking step up. But uh, I'm optimistic about next week. For an angry man, your optimism is amazing. It can only hold so long. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, the damn I know. wall is... They're, they're- there, there is- <laughs> it's, it's about to be proper penetrated, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh. Hawthorne took on St. Kilda down in Tassie, I think it was. Yep. Yeah. You know, they got it done. Tasmania Stadium, yeah. There was, was a bit of fight from the Saints, but the Hawks got it done. Uh, Isaac Smith played a ripper, like got like 26 touches and kicked four goals, but... St. Kilda were with was- them in the second quarter, and then Hawks just... Well, St. Kilda did that thing where they found a new way to lose, which was be competitive for a bit, miss a lot. Their team... Is the least accurate team, I think, just across the board. Not even just for goal, but just in general. They've got guys who, on average, are going at like sixty-four to forty percent. I should have done that stat the other way around: forty to sixty percent efficiency. They're just woeful. Um, I'm just looking at what's his name, Billings. Oh, we talked about previously. One goal, three. One so goal for three. the season, he's kicked four goals, 11. He's going at 27%. I just want to check last four. season because I think last season. I think he had 22, he kicked 22, but 22.50 or something like that. Like he learned to kick. Last season, he was 23.36. Oh, that's not, it's not as bad. That's still less than 4.11. 34%. Is. So that's, it's well below competition average. To be uh, fair, though, this, this kid was number three draft pick. There used to be that stat, though, about Josh Kennedy at Sydney. So the, the Kennedy that killed my team. Yeah. Um, that's, he's still really good, guys. Um, that Kennedy used to be like, oh, he's the least accurate kick for goal. Like, he misses like 70% of the shots he goes for. What they didn't tell you was that most of those shots are on the run as yeah. he's bursting out of a pack from the midfield and he's cooked. Whereas Billings is supposed to be that really like elite, talented. Half uh, like half forward, taking a pick goals. before Bontempelli. Yeah, so he's str- he needs a lift. I would probably drop him. Just just get him to find some touch. That's all he needs to do. They need a goalkeeper. He's a young coach. guy. A uh, statistic came out actually just after the weekend, and it was the, the worst season worst for accuracy since nineteen ninety or something. And it's also the first year where the year previous has like it's decreased if that makes sense so that like last year it was x amount and it's yeah. actually gotten worse it's either plateaued gotten up and then gotten worse but this is the first year where it's consecutively been a decline in goal kicking is i don't it know if a- it's because of fatigue resting midfielders i can't remember who said this someone's come out over the weekend and said there's just too many teams and when you have 18 teams your talent pool like there's just a lot of shit players running around is that like Lee Matthews being like, yeah, get rid of all those extra teams? Oh, it wasn't Lee Matthews. <laughs> I've got to find out who it was. But basically they, basically, they said there should be 12 teams in the AFL, and then you've got elite players just across the board. Fuck it. Like, one per state. <laughs> Hang on. Well, that means that only one of us can have a team. Yeah, I've got to find out who said this, because their thing was three teams in Victoria, 
That's it. There's uh, two in Queensland still. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Queensland's big, big talent pool. Uh, But I don't know. I mean, do you think that plays into it that there's a few shit players rocking? No, I, I, I think it's a fatigue thing. I think. There's less interchanges. Players are expected to move further. Basically, you don't have a guy just sitting at players sitting can't fall forward. People are moving more. Yep. You get a lot more midfielders resting forward because of the interchange cap. I think, again, I, I think it's a storm in a teacup. In you know, watch watch in the next four weeks where all of a sudden you have like high scoring rounds and everyone goes, oh, goal kicking's back on the up. It's it's you know it's the same as people riding off Sydney last week. Uh, are the same people that were talking about how great the recruiting's been at Geelong, who this week were talking about how, oh, they didn't recruit right in Geelong. And it's, you know, it's the same people who wrote off Tex Walker before he had that great game. It's, Footy it's, moves so fast that you, and we're, we're guilty of this. We put someone on the bottom of the ladder claiming the wooden spoon every single week. Oh, we're idiots. Although, uh, if I you're think, listening to our show for expert opinions, you've come to the wrong place. Are we holding firm for probably the third or fourth week in a row that it's Carlton? Yeah. yeah. It's good. yeah. No one's going to. So we've steadied. You're going to beat them. I'm scared. No, you're going to beat them. You know what's going to happen? What? Mitch Robinson is just going to kill them all. Oh, battering Rams. Oh, I love him. I, abs- I do you, absolutely love him. Do you play them him. before Cruiser gets back? Because Steph Martin will just feed on them. Don't know, mate. I'm at that point where I haven't looked that far ahead. Just next two weeks, that's it. Next two weeks. What's the next game? The next game is Adelaide taking on the Suns in Adelaide. It went about exactly as we expected. To be honest, it was 48 points in the end. I thought it could have been way higher. But yeah. They were cruising. And uh, the big one, though, is Adelaide captain, uh, our favourite bloke, Tex Walker, done his hammy, making him the eighth Adelaide player to have a hamstring injury this year. This year. Fuck. It's a seven or eight, but it's absurd. So I think what they did is- What happened on that camp? Well, it certainly they weren't certainly doing any leg exercises. They were just listening in a darkened room to the Richmond theme song and punching one another or some shit like that. <laughs> certainly weren't doing any match conditioning. <laughs> no stretches, no warm-ups? No, nothing. And they haven't played at Optus Stadium yet, which is the oval that's causing everyone to die. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start a nickname, Hellhole Stadium. Hellhole Stadium. Uh, welcome to Hellhole Stadium, where we'll fuck your players' knees up. <laughs> which stadium's got the best name? Like the best nickname. Oh, the Gabba, surely. For years it was the Gabatoire. The Gabatoire, that's a yeah. good one. Oh, the, the Portress is good. Oh, I haven't heard the Portress. They, they, Adelaide Oval is often referred to as the Portress. Not bad. Uh, the Cattery is the one down at, in Geelong. It's, it's not a, a great one. It's that's okay. a classic. It's a classic like guy. It. Yeah. Um, often known as the Geelong Fortress or the Fortress down the highway. What did mm. Subi used to get called? Oh, the House of Pain. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some good ones. The House yes. of Pain. Yeah. Is it that? Yeah, that was the House of because it was when West Coast would just. To be honest, Optus Stadium is probably still the House of Pain. <laughs> it, what it is now. They've actually what they've done is when they built Optus Stadium, they're like, guys, I don't like the Domain Stadium. We need to we need to go back to the House of Pain, and that's what they just said to the architect. And the architect just took them literally. <laughs> so like to he put the- razor sharp LED screens around the area <laughs> to cut players' arms open, and then made the surface concrete. <laughs> And the, the CEOs come out and be like, no, it's not that bad. And Adam Simpson's like come out multiple times. She's been like, yeah, the players are saying it's a lot harder than they're used to. <laughs> um, well, Eddie had had that problem for a while. Still does. Yeah. Um, although it wasn't, Eddie had, I'm pretty sure, also had an issue where, is that, is it synthetic turf? Uh, you, well, yeah, so, okay. Something, so. There was something where it was cutting players really badly. Boys, I'm going to tell you something. Whoa. The outer ring of the MCG is synthetic. From the boundary line to the lip of the edge is all synthetic. And the reason for that is it's high traffic and mm. they don't want it just to turn to mud and slush. Fair the outside part of the ground is grass. So Good I decision. imagine parts of Eddie had a synthetic, but parts of it are also concrete because there was that whole thing with that it, 
Brisbane tried to sue them. Michael Close. Um, no, Brisbane copped it, I think. Or maybe they had a crack early. I, I think they Michael had a crack Close early. was a forward who was on Brisbane's list for a few years, and he um, got sort of pushed outside the boundary line and then slipped basically where the turf came up and it's concrete underneath, and he did his knee or mm. his ankle or something like that. And he was out for a whole year, never really got back, and then Brisbane delisted him a couple of years after. Yeah. And then after he got delisted, he sued Brisbane and Eddie Had and the AFL. I'm not sure what the outcome of that was, to be honest. They probably paid hush money. Um, Jared Lyons, he was pretty good in the uh, Adelaide Suns game. 13 tackles. David Swallow actually played a really good game where he kicked three or four goals, I think. Three goals, and he's actually touches. He's actually more of a an attacking player than he used to be. He was sort of that in and under grunt midfielder, but he's actually his outside game is now lifting as well that he's fit. Yep. Tommy Lynch was good, three goals, twenty five touches. Seedsman's putting together a pretty good season. I said it last week, but he probably wasn't the best one for them. Bryce Gibbs keeps giving and giving. Matt yep. Crouch is back, had a good game. Rory Laird just keeps going. And Tom Lynch for the the Gold Crows. That they're Tom Lynch, yeah. He had a ripper too. Yeah, that's sorry. He, he's the one who kicked three. The other Tom Lynch, the Gold Coast one, didn't kick any. Do you know why? Because he wasn't busy kicking goals. What he's doing, he, the reason he's had a couple of quiet games, boys, mm. is he's just looking at other teams going, would I fit in here? <laughs> would, would I, do you reckon I'd be able to hang out with Tex? Do you reckon he'd like me? And then he saw Tex yelling at someone and went, oh, no, I'm not going here. <laughs> Six weeks into the season, what's your gut feel on where he goes? Oh, he's going somewhere else. He, I'm not kidding. Collingwood suddenly looks like a really good prospect. I reckon he's, I reckon he's over the line at Collingwood. He's playing at a big club that is starting to look better. Yeah. Fuck, can you imagine a full line with him in it? You know, the only thing that will stop him from going to Collingwood is a two-hour chat with Alistair Clark <laughs> and an open checkbook down at Hawthorne. Oh, yeah. Well, the, but the, the open check, but then he'll come out of that chat, and as he comes out of that, a black car will just pull up. A, 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 black, a black and white Lexus will just pull up. The doors will open and Eddie Maguire will lean out and goes, I'll be in sun, I just want to have a word. And the <laughs> Sopranos theme will play as they drive off. <laughs> I'm actually worried about Anzac Day 2019. Yeah, it's going to be ugly because Tom Lynch is going to just like kick seven. Kick seven. Speaking of worries, Dusha, you took on the demons. Yeah, uh, well. Who are about as shit as you. Yeah, so Melvin have a like tendency recently to just play pretty well. And then either the second or third quarter, the team they're playing against kicks a massive run of goals and they just never recover. Melbourne did that to us. Uh, so in the third quarter... They've been learning. Yeah, they just... <laughs> Essendon were in it. At halftime, uh, we were up. And then, yeah. Just from that point onwards, barely played. One, like, if we're taking positive out of the games... Good. Merritt finally had a game where he seemed back to his... Like, the merit that we remember. Good. Stringer's now kicked bags in two games. He kicked three goals three, though. He's still shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> three goals three. Hey, that's that's three goals more than Danaher. Yeah, that's that's true. And He's a big problem. I don't know what to do with Joey. He is so far out of that top fucking eight 50. position. And can I say, oh, he's Patrick not in the Cripps, top 50. who we said shouldn't be in that top 50, he fucking should be. Did we say <laughs> Cripps shouldn't be in it, or he's just way too high? I think he's about where he should be, based on yeah, how he's been definitely. playing in a team um, that's not very good. Yeah. Zaharaka's played really well again after having a pretty average Anzac Day game. It's because yeah. Brennan Goddard went, mate, if you have a terrible game, <laughs> just you. But they, apparently they also sit next to one another, because he, he's 11 and Goddard's 9, yeah. and there's one player between them, and that guy's currently not playing. So they're next to one another at every game. And it, it, so it's like, oh yeah, we're we're, we're fine. 
But like, you just imagine they sat down after the Anzac Day game and Goddard is like, oh, sorry, BJ, are you going to apologise to me? And Goddard was just like, just stared him down. <laughs> just tried to do a psych gag on an audio medium and I realised I had to explain what I was doing. <laughs> just, uh, he, he, he got crickets. He got crickets. <laughs> do you know what happened though? During the week, Zaharak was feeling a bit down and BJ is like, hey, mate, do you want to come for a two-minute chat? Because BJ only needs two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Zaharak, he, he kicked a goal, had 28 touches at 92%. 92? <laughs> yeah, oh. has lifted. Did uh, your, he- your boy Kyle Hooker do anything? He kicked the last goal of the game. Yeah. No, he didn't. I was looking at Anzac Day. My mistake. He uh, he was probably a big dickhead. Well, he's that every week, yeah. right? What do you do? What's the what's I the thing, man? Don't even know. like because you brought in three players. You didn't lose anyone except like Joe Watson, who was retiring anyway. I've got a question about Saad. Mm. Is he? A lockdown player, or should he be an accumulator getting the ball? He because should be an accumulator. He's only averaging fourteen touches, which is shit. So here's the thing, for him, right? I think, but his his efficiency is eighty seven percent. So you want it in his hands. He needs to do yeah. more. So the thing about Saad is, I can lift Saad. Well, I don't think it's Saad's fault. I think he's being no offense, Dusha, but he's being brought down by Essendon. I think Saad's oh. really good. I think Saad's a really good pickup in a team that oh. doesn't need him to be a lockdown player. And at the moment, Essendon are just leaking goals, so they need everyone to tighten up. Saad should have gone to Richmond. Saad would be amazing at Richmond. He'd be great at the Giants. He'd be probably even okay at Geelong or Sydney. In fact, Saad would have been great at Richmond. He could have eventually sort of taken over from Hooley. They play yeah. a similar sort of role. Yeah. Hooley's about 30 well, two now. If Essendon keep this up, we may lose some of the players we just got. <laughs> Stringer's like, I'm going again, guys. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going to go to the Gold Coast. We'd just actually, Stringer would fit in up there. Yeah, he's just like, you, you guys just love Coke and being shitheads. <laughs> no, that's not us at all. So, <laughs> yes. Just He'd be- also fit in at GWS where you've got to kind of be a wanker to get on that. <laughs> Were you happy with Devin Smith? Look, to be honest, I'm not really happy with anyone. It's, it's like we've got all the parts, but no one is playing as a team. Is that, is that the players' fault or is that a higher up in the... Uh, is it a whoosher? Box? Is that a whoosher problem? Well, I don't know. Does he need some of the players to get on crystal meth again? Because that's that's how he want to flag. Not around Essendon, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, fuck. Look, we've tried that. <laughs> hey, hey um, you made finals. Yeah, it was good. Maxi gone. Big game. Massive Big game. Game. So as we mentioned earlier, he uh, one of our fans cracked the shits at him. He just lifted, kicked a great goal, and just gave it straight back to the bloke. Do you know what's hilarious? Max Gorn has missed goals from like thirty out directly in front, and he snagged two that were bananas. I love his comments afterwards, where he was saying that you know what the guy said was like you know a lot of profanity and all that, not for the Sunday fun day crowd or something. Gorn said, but he said to him, oh, "I just told him my beard's better than his." And I went, they kicked the goal. <laughs> I love the stare down too. He just like did that little like um, what's that? What do you call that thing that Josh Kennedy does when he does a little goose step? Oh, the, thing? the stutter step. Stutter step. While he was just staring this guy down. Which you know awesome. what's great though is that he didn't kind of like glare at him. He just gave his little like like little giggle yeah. smile, like oh, I kicked a goal, buddy. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know about the bombers, mate. I'm worried. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. Yeah, they were competitive for three quarters and then sort of faded. Good signs, though. I think Collingwood's heading in the right direction. They need to like keep going, but they're probably they're a chance for finals. Now. And uh, Richmond is still the inform com- uh, team in the comp. Did Dusty they're- dominate again, or did he have another week where he's he just had an okay week? The 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 big one was Josh Keddy when the game was on the line, kicked like three goals in a row to just. Well, he kicked four and had another one. Did you watch the the review? Oh, which I don't agree with. Oh, there was a. Speaking of bullshit reviews, there was one in the Geelong Sydney game that was called a goal off Heaney's foot. The umpire had thought it was a was touched because um, it came off a Geelong player. She goes, "I think it's been touched." Yep. So the umpire's call was touched. They reviewed it. The vision was barely conclusive, and the Sydney players didn't even think they'd kicked it, yep. and they overturned it and said it was a goal. And I was like, "How did you get a goal from the same footage that I've just watched? You can't actually see if it hits his foot or changes direction. It's inconclusive. Therefore, it's umpire's call." Yep. The review system, when it works, is fine. But every now and again, you think you understand what it's going to do. And then it does this. And then it does this. Where it just took yeah, the ages. One, the one with Caddy took forever. And the original call was a goal from the umpire. Yep. Just wanted to check. And it was like, the, the ball has to be 100% over. Uh, the defender touched it right at the end. I, I just didn't agree with it. I don't think you overturned that. No. I, that, it, that, that to me falls into that inconclusive category, which means it goes by what the umpire said. I think they brought in this this review system to get rid of like the absolute howler, yeah, like one that was completely. Although I'm the umpires, like, I didn't say it. Yeah, I think Damien Hardwick came out and said this is just shit because it's taking so long mm. and it destroys the momentum of the game. Every goal gets reviewed, apparently. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. So I think just uh, don't put the decision to review in the hands of the goal umpire. Just have them make a call. It's either touched or it's a goal. They're going to get it wrong. That's fine. As we're going back to the middle, which normally takes what twenty seconds, and that that happens every now 20, and again. Twenty thirty seconds to yep. reset. Yep. You've got 20 or 30 seconds to be like, hang on, does this need to be held up? And then they can go, actually, we think it does. And then you stop play. Yeah. And you've already been looking at it for 30 seconds. Oh, Sean. That's what it needs to be. Sean. Because it's fucked. Get get Gil McLaughlin on the phone. (laughs) Tell him he's fired. Gil. Sean Carney, angriest man in Australia. Well, the man who's sometimes the angriest man in Australia has got your job. Gil, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Adam Trelaw, 42 touches. Again. At 81%. Just, he's lifted. He's a... The only problem with side bottom for the Brownlow is Trelaw has lifted in the last probably three or four weeks. Mm, yeah. And as, as Collingwood have gotten better, he's gotten better. So I reckon he's got at least two, two, three votes in the last three games. I think Howe took yet another mark of the year contender. Then then hurt his knee. Did you see the one that he, he fell down on? 
He fell on his head well, or his knee. It, well, you know, he fell on his head, but he hurt his knee in the in the in the fall. In the commentary, were like, I don't think I've ever seen him not stick a landing before. <laughs> no, I, someone say there was a name for it. It was like the Western Rollover. Oh, also, this game gave us the best thing ever on free to air TV on a Sunday, which, as Dustin Martin did his trademark stiff arm, don't argue tactic. BT, Brian Taylor, our favourite commentator, said very loudly on a Sunday at <laughs> four o'clock in the afternoon. There's the stiffy. <laughs> and I loved it. BT. I love him. And game of the round, this last one. The the uh the Derby. Derby? Derby. I think they go Derby over there. The game in Perth. That one. At um, Hellhole Stadium. <laughs> Hellhole Stadium. Um The Thunderdome. Dockers jumped out. Eagles pulled it was it back. It was it a was ripping game. Topsy turvy. They usually are pretty good with these two. Yeah, over the last couple of years, there have been blowouts, though, as, as Fremantle have been rebuilding and then West Coast have been rebuilding. But this game was it was eight points, and Freo had chances to win. West Coast had chances to get further away. And you saw guys like Fife step up again, but it, like lesser players. So, like uh, Brayshaw for Freo stepped up, Waterman for West Coast stepped up. Yep. It was, it was good to watch. It was a good game. I want to say this on the record. Yep. Because I had a dig, I think it was last week. I had a crack at Jack Redden. Yep. He had a huge game. He had 34 touches and was just probably the third best player on the ground. So in the um, same way that I take back that I thought Kennedy wasn't very good, you're going to say that Redden was actually pretty good. I still think um, he needs to be a lot more consistent because if you look at that, so he's had 34 touches, but if you look at his you know averages over the course of the season, he's only averaging 19 touches. He, so needs, that's, to, he that's needs to average huge, 22. Yeah, he needs, yeah. To get it, he needs to get it up there. And a big part of his game when he was at Brisbane was his tackling, um, and that's... Sort of dropped off a little bit, I think, for me. But like, because he used to be competition leader for tackles about five or six years ago. Yeah. So there's potential for him, but I want him to lift on a more regular basis. But there were some good performances. Lockie Neal and Shannon Hearn were joint best on ground. They were. They were awarded the uh, Ross Glendinning Medal, shortly to be renamed next time to another name. Yeah, uh, it's probably good to go into this battle because it's a very interesting story. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, even for people who aren't super familiar with football, which no. I know some of the listeners of the show aren't. Really? But- <laughs> ah, surely not. So uh, you know the most about this. So do you want to explain the situation? Um, yeah, so the derby, at the end of the game, there's a trophy given to the winning team and a medal. And it's tradition going back to however long, maybe 10 years. These are both Western Australian teams. Yeah, Western, yeah. Or maybe longer than 10 years. But um, one of the big things is they've got a medal, and the medal is named after a player called Ross Glendinning. Glendinning? Glendinning? I think it's Glendinning. Yep. Um, who was a huge star of West Australian football before yep. they got it brought into the AFL. Uh, played for West Coast, won a... Brown? No. He was their first captain. He was their first captain. That's right. Won, won multiple awards. Does he have any connection with Fremantle? Yes, he did. So when Fre- when he retired and Fremantle came into the competition, he worked in their inaugural team as like their list manager or development coach or something. So he had a big part of them starting from an administrative perspective. So he was involved heavily with both clubs. But the big thing is he's he's a huge name in just West Australian football. So he's arguably one of the best players that West Australia Western Australia has produced. Yep. Um, and so this medal was named after him. So Freo came out last week and we're like, no trophy, no medal this year. We've scrapped it. Uh, the reason we're doing it is because of sponsors. We've got a new sponsor at Optus Oval, uh, Optus Stadium, uh, the hardest surface in the world. It's, it's concrete. <laughs> that's the new that's the new sponsor. Um, we're not doing it. It was a joint decision between us and West Coast. Now, Freo. 
PR rule number one. If you're going to lie, don't do it in a way that draws the other guys into it who already hate you. Because West Coast came out the next day and went, uh, actually, um, we... We didn't. It wasn't a joint decision. And Adam Simpson was like, no, we really want the medal to stay. So West Coast decided if Freo weren't <laughs> going to do the medal, West Coast were going to do their own medal just for a West Coast player and call it the Ross Glendinning medal. Okay. Then Freo came out and said, actually, we lied. <laughs> we, the reason we're not doing the medal is we don't like the name. We feel like it's too, too focused on West Coast. We want to change the name. So West Coast, let's change the name. We've got some options. Whether we just call it the Derby Medal, we don't really care because the Showdown Medal in for the Adelaide Port Showdown is just called the Showdown Medal. If you work in public relations at the Fremantle Football Club, you're fired. You need a fucking lift. <laughs> Wait for it; it gets better. You're having it, a dog of a year. West Coast came back and said, "Nah, it's either that medal or there's no medal. <laughs> if you want to rename it, we're not having that medal." <laughs> so there was this kind of stalemate for ages, and then in the end, they both decided, "All oh, right, we'll have the medal," and then. Next, uh, and the thing was that West Coast then started being unreasonable. Freya were like, oh, no, we're happy to keep the Glendinning part and we'll just pick a legend of like... They want to be the Glendinning Pavlich. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Or Bell or, or something. Yeah, uh, It should be actually, you know, the Glendinning, what was his name? The blonde bloke. Oh, who's their, their uh, Waterhouse, Clive Waterhouse. <laughs> <laughs> the Glendinning Waterhouse medal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so they've decided that this year the medal would remain, but the next time they did it, it would be with a new medal with a hyphenated name for both that's later in, in this season. That'll be the one later in this season. Or the I think it's only the first derby they do it for. I don't know how to feel about this because I feel like if Glendinning was such a huge figure in WA football. It and he has a connection for both sides. Yeah. Why not keep it? I've- in Queensland, when there's the Derby, it's the Marcus Ashcroft medal because he was a champion player at Brisbane and then he had a administrative role administrative at- role at Gold Coast. It's exactly the same situation. It's yeah. the same situation. So are we oh, I'm waiting for Gold years, Coast to come out and be like- from now, are they going to be like, oh, can we call it the, the, the Tom Lynch medal? Well, it won't be called Tom Lynch because he's going to be there. <laughs> so, They'll be like, oh, can we call it the Lynch Ablett medal? And they're like, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we want to call it <laughs> the Lynch Ablett um, Bunnell medal. <laughs> the Jaeger O'Meara. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, wait, no, the Prestia. The Pres- oh, no, hang on. Caddy. Oh, fuck. Oh, it can be the future J- Jakey Stringer medal. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, the Carmichael year. Hunt medal. Oh, yeah. But they just use his, his first initial <laughs> and his surname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't get the fuss about it. I, it's, it makes sense to be called what it's called. It's kind of disrespectful to him as well. He kind of didn't care in the end, too. He's like, well, oh, guys, just leave I me alone. I didn't know about this until this week, but there was one year because they have independent judges yeah. who pick the player. And one year, he looked at the result and went, nah, fuck that, and picked his own player. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. And it was a West Coast player that he picked. So maybe that has... Ah, uh, maybe he's Maybe that's done it, or I don't know. Well, because well, and this year, for the first time ever, it was a joint winner. Lockie Neal and Shannon Hearn both won. And it's the first time ever. I want to say this. So I think Hazelby... Jonathan Brown was one of them. Someone else voted. And Paul Hazelby, as well, I think, did, who was a former Frio player. Yep. Hazelby didn't give... Oh, who's the player? Shannon Hearn. He didn't. So the other three had Hearn best on ground. Yep. Hazelby didn't have him in, in his three votes at all. That's bit interesting. A, bit of a conspiracy, if you will. So is he the Ross Glendinning of Freo? Do yeah. they call it the Glendinning Hazelby medal and then they both fight about <laughs> who wins it because they both veto the other person's choice? Yeah, I think so. And then instead of a football match, we just have a punch on at the end of the game between two greats. Of, oh, that's it. No, no, no. Nothing encapsulates the derby better than a punch on between two blokes. <laughs> that's Adelaide already have that trademark, though, but it's between fans of the same club. They're true. <laughs> so that's confirmed. They're going to add a Fremantle player. I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah. That will 100% be Pavlich. 
Maybe, unless it is Hazelby. It won't be Hazelby. Why would you go Hazelby ahead of Pavlich? Or Bell? It'll be Pavlich. All right. I reckon. Yeah. He's the greatest player they've ever had. You're and on. Also, Pavlich is a more iconic name. Yeah. Than Bell. yeah. And he's in the media, so he vote, would vote it's, on it too. I will bet my house that it's Pavlich. All right. House? Can't, wait to, uh, can't wait to get Sean's house. Profit call, Pavlich. <laughs> Profit um, call. Me yeah. and Tom live in just, your house. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. It's going to be good. Yeah, that's all right. Um, last little thing about this game. Michael Walsh was playing a blind and then injured his knee. Another victim to the bullshit surface of Optus, bullshit well, he's surface of Optus Stadium. Probably four weeks or something, I reckon. That hurts him too. Cop that, Freo. Your finals chances are fucked. He's, um, that's, that's bigger than losing Fife, losing Walters. Mm. Walter, Fife's good. Walters wins your games. He's the X factor. If Walters is in that game in those last five minutes as they're bombing the ball and trying to get a goal, Walters is the guy who kicks it. Agreed. Let's go on early call on next week's games. Round July. seven. Yeah, round seven. Big. Please, GWS. I'd like to make a profit call based on previous information. So last year we played Essendon and we were insipid. Sean, no tackling. We we just we didn't have any legs in the last quarter and Essendon killed us. The next week, after a, a lot of criticism externally, there's a little bit of changes to some of the players in the in the side. A couple ins, couple outs. And we laid 75 tackles against the Western Bulldogs in the first quarter. 75 and a quarter? Eight and a half. 75 and a yeah, half. Jesus. Poor. 36 and a quarter. Yeah. So most of the Western Bulldogs players spent the entire quarter on the ground. Yeah. So I'm making a profit call. Geelong are going to come out fired up on Friday night. Gary Ablett's back. I think Zach Smith will come in. Parfit and Menzel come back. Oh, Menzel's back. Hey, Menzel was rested. That'll add to the tackle count. No, no, it'll add, it'll add to the fact that we'll kick some goals. Yeah, no, it'll help Hawk because yeah. he's a he's in struggle town. Can I say he for actually, the rest of his career? He actually played well. He just didn't kick goals. He took great marks, just then uh, missed them all. So uh, Geelong, I'm probably going to go Geelong too because they need they they actually just need, flat out need the win. They're three and three. They need to get it. Are you going to dog the boys? No, Geelong. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to doggies at home uh, against the Suns. Oh, it's at uh, Mars Stadium. That's oh, at Ballarat. Ballarat. Interesting. So, doggies. Yeah, they're very convincing. The Suns just have to fucking travel every day. They're fucking exhausted. <laughs> yeah, eventually it's going to break They've for them. They've got jet lag. The players have got whiplash. I'll, I'll go the Suns. Big game at the MCG. Line in the sand game. Dons versus Hawks. You sound like you vomited in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look. I'm stressed. I will be tipping Essendon, and I hope that we get up. Something that we need a fire lit underneath us, and hopefully if we overrun the Hawks, that will help. But the thing is, we've beaten Adelaide and we've beaten Port Adelaide, two very solid teams this year, thinking that that would inspire us to just keep winning, and then the next week we've fucking lost. So who knows? Who fucking knows? Joey might kick 10 or he might fucking not get a touch. I'm backing you boys, Dusha. Good. Bombers. I'm back in the boys too. They, they need a lift. Oh, and wait, I... you're bad at tipping. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles at home. I'm also 50th. <laughs> the Eagles at home taking on the power. I'm going to go the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Eagles. Yep. They're flying high, almost like their song. Oh. Also, the, the power are like, we're not sure. Ryder's back, but they're like, we might not oh, play yeah. him because of the surface and off this stadium. Have they actually? They've said that they, they don't want him to hurt his Achilles again. Yeah, well, that's fair rest, enough. I'd rest him. I'd rest him one more week. Because you're going to lose anyway, so. That's yeah. fair. I'm also tipping uh, West Coast, just in case it wasn't clear. <laughs> Sydney versus uh, North Melbourne in Sydney. Sydney. Sydney, have got that. Is Buddy back or not? No. That's still winning. Guess her Buddy hurt his foot. Up the, the stadium. stadium. Oh, fucking conspiracy. <laughs> Bruised heel, and they, they reckon he got it after round one. Well, that's what happens when you run on concrete for four, court, four and quarters. And kick eight goals. Is yeah. it a conspiracy when it's just blatantly obvious? Yeah. 
Right. They just paint the concrete green every uh, every day. <laughs> Why is this so rough? Oh, it's really closely mown. <laughs> you need to find that architect who built the house of pain for us and kill him. <laughs> Adelaide are hosting Carlton. That's a Adelaide. big Adelaide win, I think. Yeah, yeah. I want to see some percentage boosting. <laughs> uh, Richmond. Oh, now this is a danger game. This is Richmond at the MCG against Fremantle, Ooh. who dogged them there last year. There's going to be nah, some belief. This is a different Richmond, though. This is a Richmond that seemed to remember that they know how to play AFL. This is a Richmond who are doing that thing. It was interesting listening to the commentary of the Richmond-Collingwood game. Bartel was talking about how once you win a premiership the next year, you just believe you'll win games. And he's like, it sounds really dumb, but you have that belief that you'll yeah. just win games. So you do. And if you don't, then you end up with ghosts of the past and they destroy your football club, Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Or, you know, Melbourne. Yeah. They haven't won, but they've still got the ghosts of the past. Mm. I they, think you might see the Dockers go with them for three quarters and then Richmond all. Yeah. yeah. Richmond will win, though. Not sure. Just. Power I reckon R- Richmond by a goal. This is an intriguing matchup. In fact, is this a double? Have we seen St Kilda play Melbourne already this season? No, no. No? No. Okay. I thought it was an early double. Uh, this is at Etihad Stadium where Melbourne are usually shithouse, but except for the one time this year. Well, so, they've warmed up now. We've played them into form. I think, so, you know what will happen? They'll be like, oh, we beat Essendon. Our season's starting and St. Kilda will come out and smoke them. You know what? St. Kilda might get up. St. Kilda have been pretty... St. Kilda have played the last two games. Yeah, they've lifted. They've lifted. Paddy McCartan's kicked two or three goals in both games. Looked better. Their defense is looking better. They're a chance. They're a chance. I'll still be tipping Melbourne. No, you know what? Guys, profit call. St. Kilda by three goals. Melbourne, if they are serious... Win this game. Yeah, but they're not, so they won't. We will find out then. I reckon Melbourne will win. Final game of the round, up at the Gabatoire, Brisbane hosting Collingwood. 17th versus 10th. So depending on- No form versus form. Who's no form? Uh, Brisbane. Oh, I thought you were like, no form versus form, and like we've got- like The way you said it was like, oh, Brisbane have got form. Well, we've got losing form. Um, look, <laughs> I will say this. Collingwood- could be in trouble with the amount of injured players they've copped from the last game. Having said that, I feel like Elliot and Adams could come back this week. And if that happens, you're toast. Is it worth noting that they played two games in a week and now they're traveling up to Brisbane? It is. You are also Brisbane. Are we due a win, though? You are. Is Sean due a win? Sean is. For, for your sake and our show's sake, I hope you win. For my tipping's sake, I'm probably going to pick the boys. Here's the issue at Brisbane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you don't have the ability to kick the scores. So every game that they're in is going to be close, and when it's close, they fuck it. So that's my worry. Having said that, Brisbane by five goals. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it won't I be fucking, close. I fucking believe. Massive. I believe. You need this, don't you? I think it's, I you think need it's time this. for the rains to fall. The rains of win. I don't know what the fuck. The rains of win? Or the, the is it time for the rains? The Cam Rainers <laughs> to rain down with yeah. goals. Eric Hipwood is gonna kick another goal from outside sixty on the run like he did on the weekend. Did you see it? It was a beauty. And a TC who's actually a CC in Charlie Cameron. Yeah. It's gonna, <laughs> gonna kick a bag. <laughs> and also good. again, as uh, Sean has pointed out, not particularly TC behaviour. He left for family AF- reasons. And for an AFL man- manufactured club. There was no belief in that club anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Huh. Yeah, so that's fine. Oh wait, no, he left fucking. I keep he left Adelaide. Like, yeah, they made the grand final, and he went to a team that came last. So no, no, you know, no, he's downgrading. He's. I don't feel like that's TC behavior. No, it's not. Prime 
TC behavior is if you leave a bottom club like Brisbane and join a premiership contender. He's gone reverse. He's a reverse TC. He's an RTC. He, he's, he's an RTC, <laughs> not a not a Ryan Griffin TC who loses leaves a club that's on its knees to go to a club that's on the rise. Yep. Yep. I love his one because then his former club won a premiership and the other one fucked it. Like like another TC who joined the Giants in Brett Delidio. Yep. Anyway. TCs for days. One day we'll do a whole episode just about TCs. and It'll be a special bonus episode. Yeah. T's and C's apply. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be part um, of Sands Pans Plus. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, do, we have, that's a, yeah. do we have any emails? Yeah, we've actually got a few. Um, so we didn't read any last week because... Uh, even though there was a, we only covered six games, we spoke a fuck ton. There yeah. was a lot of reports. There was a lot match review. Pa- I was yeah. angry. Uh, yeah, well, we got a few. We got an angry email as well about that. Uh, Lindsay Thomas, watch out. Uh, but anyway, oh, I thought angry at us. No, 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 angry no. at Lindsay Thomas. That's good. Was it from my dad? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll start with an email from Ryden. Uh, hey guys, my name's Ryden. Uh, really enjoying That's the, the, end sh- of the email. Oh, yeah. thanks, <laughs> Really enjoying the show so far, but I'm having a problem. So basically, my dad's family comes from Geelong, and they went for Geelong. So basically, I've decided to continue it to keep the legacy going. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That is a good thing. That's a yeah. Look, legacy's I think he's good. I think he, he's worried about us being like, you haven't picked your own team. No, no, no. I I, I inherited my team. We yeah, actually all inherited our teams except yeah. for you. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's um, okay. Some members of my family barrack for Essendon, but it wasn't like a disgust thing. There is nothing wrong with a legacy. Nothing. Frankly, if he went for another team, I'd brand him a TC. Ooh. No, just because I think your family's important. If if your well, family if you changed late, uh, yeah, I think under ten. If you're changing your team, it's fine. Yeah, my, my brother How old was I. My brother changed to Port Adelaide <laughs> at age like four or five. Well, yeah. we've already established you're a TC, Sean. No, no, I'm not a TC. I'm the good kind. Because when I when you're, I, are you an RTC? When I change teams. Are you an RTC? That season. Brisbane won the wooden spoon. So I'm not a TC. I'm you're, an RTC. You're an RTC. Yeah. RTC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, speaking of you, Carney, he closed the email with, also, I'm sorry, Carney, but Brisbane are just a mess of a footy team. Thanks, Ryden. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I don't feel bad at all for branding him a potential TC because that's bullshit. That's low. Don't kick a man when he's down. And you've been down. But thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> um, keep, please keep listening. Yeah. So Jared, this email's from Jared Smith. Uh, he actually emailed us before last week. So North won, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, cool. Because this is <laughs> this is a long email. Oh, okay. Hi, guys. As a big fan of movie maintenance and other Sandspans podcasts as well, in general, the God's Game AFL Rules Football, I was really <laughs> excited to hear about the emergence of How Good's Footy. As a proud supporter of the North Melbourne Kangaroos, I was nervous. It's a feeling I'm used to, having supported a team with probably the worst record in close games. But of course, I was nervous that the team I love would be thrown aside as a butt of old jokes. Well, look, we did that for about three weeks. My feelings were quickly justified. <laughs> Your comments, they were made in jest, I'm sure. But every comment hurt just a little bit. Oh, Jared. I resisted the urge to talk about massively, how massively underrated players such as Tarrant Higgins and Zebel are. Or how North Melbourne have had for a decade been the only Melbourne team with no pokies revenue, or how they're absolutely deserving of an AFL women's team because they were the first team in the comp to put their support behind the women's comp. But you persisted, and can I say thank you? I don't remember being so excited about a basically insignificant home and away win for a long time. Keep up your insults. I think they're making the win sweeter. <laughs> Answer, footy is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So they, did, they won last week against um, oh, Hawthorne. They yeah. torched Hawthorne. Thanks, Jared. And we talked about them. And then... P.S. Why can't my girlfriend understand, understand that Ben Brown is my one true love? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I've got to come to terms with the fact that there are many players at Geelong that are Michaela's. Yeah. Well, basically just Hawkins and um, 
Dangerfield. But look, Dangerfield's a bloody sweetheart. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we beautiful got man. One last email. From He's my one true love too, so. <laughs> <laughs> it should work out nicely. Yeah. We'll just share I'm him. excited for the birth of Dangerfield Reed. <laughs> no, Rogan, Rogan Danger. It's gonna be no, his middle name's gonna be Dangerfield, so you can tell people what danger is my middle name. <laughs> You're gonna have like a Rogan Tomahawk read as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so last demo I've got, uh, it's from Finn. It just says, All right, boys. Lindsay Thomas is a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work, Finn. That's it. Thanks, Finn, mate. You're our favorite listener. It's a good email. That is a whore. I'm going to just, can you just sit forward that to my personal email? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I might just, print it and put it on the studio wall. Yeah, just yeah, so we can that. look at it whenever we're feeling down. <laughs> um, that's a ripper. Oh. And um, look, if you want to get in contact with the show, if you want to send us an email, we'll try and read them all out on the show. Uh, so email us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. You can also tweet us. I'm at douche13. I'm at awkwardtreed. I'm at sidekick of Dowie. Uh, you can reach the show at Sam Spence Radio as well. Um, at How Goods Footy. Or at How Goods Footy, which I almost forgot existed. Oh, it exists. Yeah, it, exists. It, it, gets, <laughs> it gets rowdy on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just when we lose, when there's games on. Oh. It's really funny. You can tell when there's nothing happening of interest to any of us because yeah, nothing happens. Silence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? We got a tweet here that um, I might mention because we got, an <laughs> we got a photo from a fan. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. He uh, is a big demon supporter. Oh, yeah. Commiserations on the round, boys. For once, it's good to back the demons. Hashtag up the D's. Hashtag roast not toast. Photo of him giving the thumbs up in front of his open oven, cooking what looks like delicious roast vegetables. Oh, mate. I love it. You, you enjoy those tatties, mate, because you <laughs> won't be having them this week. <laughs> uh, he also included how good's roast dinner as a hashtag, oh, which is beautiful. That's a good hashtag. Guys, we're, we're stealing that. Pretend we came up with it. Yeah, yeah, we will. Thanks, Don't say mate. that on the microphone, Tom. Oh, also, a big announcement, uh, which we'll take photos of in the future, but if you go to tpublic.com yes. and you search for How Goods Footy, uh, our logo is now available on t-shirts. It looks fucking beautiful. Um, I'm excited. We've got ourselves all ordered one, so they'll be coming in the mail soon. We'll take photos of us wearing them when we get them. There's two designs. Basically, there's one that has the red logo, like the red in the logo, and one that's just the color of the t-shirt behind it. If you're going to buy a red shirt, I recommend no red circle. If you're going to buy any other color, go the red circle. That's as someone who had a hand in creating them. It's my vote. Word of advice. I'd wear them to the footy, but I wear a footy jumper over the top. So you wouldn't see it. So it just looks like I'm wearing a normal shirt. You'll be wearing the sleeves of, of uh, whatever colour. Yeah, do you know what, though? Yeah. I'll feel it in my heart. So You'll feel it, it in your heart. Footy. It'll be pushed closer to your heart. Oh, it will be. So yeah. uh, if everyone buys one of those shirts and wears it to the footy, and if one of you could take a mark or something so that uh, we get free advertising, that would be great. You just yeah. streak, but leave the shirt on. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Buy the shirts, take a photo of yourself wearing them, tweet them in. Yeah, tweet do it. at How Goods Footy. We love it. Uh, it's good. We're excited about the next round. Yeah, we are. There's hope. There's hope. Stressed, there's something building. Excitement. The uh, the night is always darkest just before the dawn. Sean. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, bye, guys. Bye. Acast anbefaler. 
Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider træt af alle de der podcast og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.